0: Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. I feel I'm off-center. Am I off-center? Should I be more that way? There, we go. there used to be a mark on the floor, and it would tell me exactly where to stand. And for a while, when the mark had gone, I could see where the mark used to be, but now I can't even see where it used to be. So there we go. Um, we are going to look at these couple of bits from the beginning of the book of Proverbs today. Um, if you have a Bible and you open it, there's a good chance it's going to fall open um, on Proverbs uh, and, uh, or, or a psalm. Uh, and I just, just raise a hand, if you've ever done that thing, you know what I mean. Let's see if the Lord has anything to say. And you suddenly open the Bible and... Um, <laughs> I did that now. I've got the bookmark in Proverbs. Mine fell open on Jeremiah twelve thirteen. They will wear themselves out but gain nothing. Oh. Uh, so you have to be careful when you open the Bible, just like that, and point to a verse. Um, it's throwing me off now. I'll stick to where the bookmark is, Proverbs chapter 1. Uh, so... Um, If you did the Bible course with us, uh, you've got one of these booklets probably in your house unless you donated it to the book sale. Um, And it's quite useful because um, it gives a little uh, bit of insight. So I'm just going to refer to this so that when you forget everything I say uh, and you think, what did David say about Proverbs, you can go back to your little Bible course um, book. So. Proverbs, as it says here, comes is part of the wisdom literature uh, genre in the Bible. We know that there are uh, many different genres in the Bible, and we have to read them uh, understanding uh, what they're trying to do. Um, so. The wisdom literature was inspired by Solomon. And so the beginning of Proverbs 1 says, The Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel. So the Proverbs and the wider wisdom literature is not all written by Solomon. Um, Some of it's written by other people, but it's inspired by him. Uh, So it's got his name on it. Um, Proverbs is... um, a fun book, I always think, because it's got so much stuff in there uh, that's really interesting. Um, and uh, you can read that on your own as a challenge for the month of August. Um, but as we, as we set out, I'm going to quote um, what some of you have heard. Uh, Miles Kingston said this, Knowledge is knowing a tomato... Sorry, tomato. Knowledge is knowing a tomato is a fruit, I'm getting there, Uh, but wisdom is not putting it in the fruit salad. Knowledge is knowing a tomato is a fruit, but wisdom is not putting it in the fruit salad. Uh, Sometimes um, in life we find ourselves with a fruit salad in front of us and we think, what's that? It's something interesting. So um, wisdom is therefore uh, knowledge that is applied. It's knowledge that is applied to the situation. Um, And the kind of wisdom we're talking about here is the kind of wisdom that we can learn. Um, It's not that kind of Holy Spirit wisdom when we talk about spiritual gifts, where where it's a wisdom that obviously doesn't come from us. It comes from the Spirit giving us a word of wisdom. Um, The the wisdom in Proverbs is is designed, as it says, verse 2, for gaining wisdom and instruction, for understanding words of insight for receiving instruction and prudent behavior. So it's written in a way uh, that's a father writing to a son, um, effectively saying, here is is a bunch of stuff that will help you get going. Now, we're all different ages here, uh, but I'm pretty sure whatever age you are, you have learned things over the course of your life that you wish you knew when you were younger. Is that fair? A few nods. Uh, I know I have. Uh, There's things which if I knew uh, in the past, I would have done differently um, and maybe seen a different outcome. Uh, And so the the essence of Proverbs is that it's a gift that's given to the young person, um, and yet it is usable whatever age you are. I first encountered the book of Proverbs when I was about 18, and my sister gave me a little booklet of Proverbs the book of Proverbs, um, we had, we've seen them before here. Uh, I think we had some mini John's Gospels. Um, but she'd given me a little book of Proverbs, and it was just the book of Proverbs from the Bible put in little paperback that was really easy to read and put in your pocket and, and carry around with you. Um, and I've really enjoyed reading it as a young person. And as a not quite as young person, but still youngish person now, um, I still enjoy reading the book of Proverbs. Uh, but it's there for our whole life. Um, there is wisdom in here. Uh, and it's the wisdom that's been held and, and owned by faithful people uh, through the decades and generations and centuries. Uh, it dates back um, thousands of years. And yet, it is still relevant today. Let the wise listen, verse 5, and add to their learning. Let the discerning get guidance. Um, Oh, sorry, I missed verse 4. For giving prudence to those who are simple. I was just going to say what that that was talking about. When it says those who are simple, um, it's just trying to say whatever the state of your mind, however intelligent or not you are, uh, the proverbs are there for you. So if you think to yourself, I'm a simple person. And I'm not very bright, which doesn't apply to anyone here, but if you thought that, the Proverbs are still for you. And then, if you are a person who is wise, it says verse 5, you can still learn something. This is a book with wisdom for everyone. We live in a world that is lacking wisdom, I think. Anyone else agree? As we look at the news these days, we see some of the things that's going on, or or maybe it's the development that's happening around you, and you see something and think, why are they doing that? Why are they building that in that way, or why are they putting that road there? We live in a world that needs wisdom, and the Bible is full of wisdom. Uh, But as we look at the Proverbs, they are not promises. They're not telling us, if you do this, then this will happen. It's more about uh, the balance of probabilities. If you want to live a life where you know God, then the more you live in this way, the closer you'll be to God. Um, I came across a a quote from C.S. Lewis, and I have it on my phone, uh, because he texts me now and again. Uh, It was just this morning, which is why, oh dear, sorry, your iCloud storage is full. Uh. If I had a book, yeah, there's some C.S. Lewis books out there. Um, And I thought this was interesting. C.S. Lewis said, all that we call human history is the long and terrible story of man trying to find something other than God, which will make him happy. All that we call human history is the long and terrible story of man trying to find something other than God which will make him happy. How true is that? And so, verse 7 the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, a beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. All the way through Proverbs, we get this, this counterbalance the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. You get the wise and the foolish uh, pitted against each other, written in such a way, obviously, to encourage us to land with the wise and not the fools. The fear of the Lord, I don't know what you think about when you hear that phrase, the fear of the Lord. If you're a Christian and you've been a Christian for any length of time, you have heard that phrase before. If you're an Anglican Christian and you've been to a funeral, you have heard that phrase before. Uh, I found myself at a, at a recent um, memorial service I did, having somebody ask me, what did I mean by the fear of the Lord? And it didn't occur to me until that point that all the way through the liturgy I was using for the service, I kept talking about the fear of the Lord. But it was just, it's just there, it's... Um, Psalm 103 as well, I think it's in that one too, which is read at a funeral or memorial service. Uh, the, the fear of the Lord. Uh, the Lord is tender towards those that fear him. What does it mean to fear the Lord? Um, I don't know about you, but when I think of being afraid of the Lord, I have a, a cartoon in my head, and it's one of those things with like chattering teeth. Picture, yourself, picture an image of, of like a, um, Tom and Jerry and... and and one's chasing the other and there's like chattering teeth and that being, being afraid. No, that is not what the fear of the Lord looks like, although it might. Um, I think further to what C.S. Lewis is saying in that quote I just read, we live in a world that lacks wisdom and that is in many cases because we no longer fear the Lord. Fear of the Lord is, to put it a different way, about having a holy Reverence for God. We've spent a lot of time in the church, too, trying to say Jesus is our friend, which he is. He's our brother. Uh, You know, we can call God Abba Father, like Daddy. And yet, God is God. And so, a fear of the Lord is about having a healthy uh, respect and reverence. For the Almighty. And the fear of the Lord, says Proverbs, is the beginning of knowledge. And that doesn't mean that you fear the Lord uh, with chattering teeth and then you move on. Moreover, it's, it's a foundational step and principle that is applied in the whole of our life. If we want a life Uh, As proverbs would say um, to quote the gospel this morning where we are building on the rock That begins with fearing the Lord But you don't say if you're building a house on the rock. All right. I'm going to build my house on the rock Because the sand is a bad idea to build the house, but now I have built the house solidly on the rock. I'm going to pick it up and move it and put it on the sand Well, I built my house on the rock, but it fell down. Well, that's because you moved it. You moved it away from being on the firm foundation, and you put it on the sand. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, the beginning of wisdom. And so we keep that healthy respect, reverence for the Lord all the way through. It's a foundational building block. It is the rock on which we build And so we need to keep it there. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. I picture the people when Noah was building the ark, just laughing at him. And you've seen many cartoons of this, I'm sure, as well. What are you doing? I'm building an ark. Why? Ah, You fool, you idiot. No. Noah was trusting in the Lord. And so verse Proverbs three, five to eight. Just raise a hand if Proverbs three, verse five is your favorite verse in the Bible. Just curious if it's anyone's. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Remember the Lord in everything you do, and he will guide your path or make your path straight. I like the translation that says guide your path um, because it's much more interesting if the Lord is guiding my path than if he's making it straight. Because when I drive, I get really bored on a straight road. And so, anyway, that's just a, a silly thing from me. Um, I throw these in now and again. But uh, whether it's making paths straight or guiding our paths, um, it's about trusting in the Lord. And this is the easy thing to do. I don't. I can't quote many verses in the Bible um, and say where they're from. I can quote many verses. I can't say where they're from because I just have a problem putting the numbers and, and, and books uh, to the um, to the words. Um, but Proverbs three five to six. I learned that when I was eighteen, and and I recite it a lot. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. It's very easy to say. I'm going to trust you with all my heart, Lord and then lose sight of that. It's very easy to lean on our own understanding. When you are at work tomorrow, if you're at work, and you're working on your spreadsheets or your emails, it is perhaps easier to fall into leaning on your own understanding than to trust in the Lord when you respond to that person. When you end up in a confrontation situation, It's very easy to lean on our understanding. It's much harder to trust in the Lord. When you have that irritating neighbor, who I don't know what it is, parks in front of your house, takes your designated space in the complex, puts something in their window that you don't approve of, plays music five minutes after the bylaw says they should have turned it off at night. It's very easy. At that point, to lean on your own understanding. How do we trust in the Lord with all our heart, in all things? In all our ways, submit to him, the NIV puts it, and he will make your paths straight. He will direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord. There we have it again. Fear the Lord and shun evil. The only way I can think to, to fear the Lord is to pray. To stop and to pray. To stop and to pray. To ask the Lord for help. And quite often I get frustrated because his, his timing is different to my timing. My timing is now. And normally his timing is not yet. His timing can take weeks, or months, or years. But I want the answer now, Lord. Wait. That's the only thing I can suggest when it comes to, you know, how do we apply this passage? How do we fear the Lord? But I think the more time we spend with uh, that, you know, if, if it's like a pair of glasses, you put on some some eyeglasses, some spectacles, and, and as, you, as you read Proverbs within that, with that lens of fearing the Lord, what is it that the Lord has to say to me through the Bible? What is it that the Lord has to say to me through his word? It's very easy for us to bring what the world says and go, well, how do we interpret Scripture in the light of what's going on in the world? But I do think it needs to be the other way around. We need to... Bring scripture to the world. We call it living and sharing the good news here at St. George's. But that's, that's what it means. Scripture is good news. This, it says in verse 8, will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Now, through the history of the church, this church and the wider church, uh, we all know people who have not experienced the fullness of health. On Earth, And we know that the fullness of health will come in heaven. That's what we have to look forward to. That's where perfection will come. And so that's where when I started by saying Proverbs is not so much about promises, but about principles. We know that the promise of health will not fully be fulfilled till heaven. But that doesn't mean we don't stop trying to live in such a way uh, that we can enjoy health here on earth fearing the Lord will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones and the health to your body I think includes your mind for a lot of us um especially since the COVID pandemic thing has kind of come and gone and um and we we time has just flown by in in my head anyway um and I can't believe kind of how long it's all gone on and, and was that really three years ago, or was that was that picture taken four years ago? Wow, that time has flown. Uh, and and so um, we need to take care of our mental health. And I think that the thing that will be lost—no counsellor you see, no therapist is going to tell you to do this. They might, but they probably won't—is to get your Bible out and to spend time reading the wisdom that God gives us. And you don't need to do it for an hour a day. Just start with 10 minutes a week. Hopefully more, but I'm just saying. Start with 10 minutes a week. Get the Bible out and pray, Lord, would you give me wisdom? So that we can take that wisdom and apply it into our lives. We have a choice. You know, we can come to church and we can come to church and we can come to church. We have a choice if we want to take what we hear in our songs, in our prayers, in the sermon, in the Bible reading, and we want to try and apply some of that to our life. We are being encouraged, I think, through the book of Proverbs to choose wisdom. To choose not to let church just be entertaining, because frankly, as a comedian, I would fail. But well, thanks, thanks to the encouragement, someone said no. <laughs> I don't know if that was a no, no, you wouldn't fail, or no, I can't think of anything worse than going to see David do stand-up. <laughs> this is not entertainment. The fear of the Lord. Is the beginning of wisdom let's pray lord we thank you for the wisdom here in the book of proverbs we thank you for the wisdom you give to us through the whole of the bible help us uh, to read learn mark and inwardly digest day by day the words you give to us help us to trust in your promises, to follow your way so that you guide our path. Amen.